welcome to number. I don't know. Seventeen. Is there going to come a time when we're just going to we're just going to forget what what number we're on? It was all right when the darts was happening because we were just on on track with the darts, but Mm. now it's all a bit. Yeah, seventeen, I think, isn't it? Mm. Week three nine one. If you're watching at home, (laughs) nearly nearly the big four hundred. Yeah, you said the other day we ought to do something special. We need like an anniversary or a big party or something. Anyway, Hannah's back. <laughs> Fresh from bird fair, and yes. she's obviously sitting at the other end of the room because um, she's a lot louder. Because <laughs> I'm shouting, yeah. <laughs> I'm right down here in the corner, yeah. So, what was it like? Oh, it was amazing. It was really, really good. Um, loads of people. Didn't think it was going to be so popular. I didn't realise there were so many uh, bird watching enthusiasts. It's Ooh. huge, isn't it? It's, it's a huge. massive thing. And I this went is bird into fair, it, by the way. Yeah, I, I went into it thinking it was kind of something for the older generation which Ooh. sounds I know but actually people of all ages and it was That's really great. really good and they had loads of different stands and stuff so they were trying to they had a wild zone where they were trying to get kids to interact and get into nature and birds and stuff like that really good really we, good fun we I met some really in, interesting people we're so glad you're back because yeah. we did the podcast last week we had to grab somebody off the street <laughs> to come with us didn't we we did because it was really tough with two actually i don't yeah. know how podcasts do it with only t- with only two people yeah um so we grabbed somebody off the street but started a whole new section we which have. we'll talk about later yes i'm excited for this yeah um this week's show well we were at we were at this community school at half past eight yesterday weren't we we were quite an exciting day for all the students there, wasn't it? Well, the little students that were there, that were yeah, left here. Yeah, only a few because a lot of them are in the UK already. But as Hannah pointed out, it's a bit of fake news in that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. I think it's a bit mean to expect students that open their results there and then for the first time on camera because for for all they know, they don't know what they're going to get, and if they don't do as well as they hoped. You don't really want to get shots of them crying, and it was a bit unfair. So I, I did. We did a little newsy trip, didn't we? Yeah. Gotten. What we did. What we did was we waited for a girl to open her results, and she was very pleased with them. And then we said, "Would you mind reopening those?" Because obviously there's pros and cons to it, because it is a little bit fake news, but also it's such an emotional moment. I mean, I remember getting mine. And they were good, but I cried anyway. I it's, cried, yeah. yeah. I cried when I got mine. <laughs> and it's just unfair because especially. Can I just say I am in? I am. The, I was the first year that did GCSE, so I'm like in your generation. <laughs> in our generation, so I'm GCSE. It was no levels. A levels, no, no levels. Yeah. GCSEs. Yeah, no, because I think it is a bit unfair, especially if you've got kids who've opened their results and they're oh great, I've got loads of A's and blah blah, and then you've got obviously you have the the kids that don't do as well or aren't as academically minded, and it's a mm. bit unfair to get that live. On telly, you know, I don't definitely. Yeah, yeah. Bit, bit, so we did a little bit yeah. of fake news, but we did a bit of fake news. <laughs> um, but yesterday we were waiting for um, Thomas, who's done a fantastic job because I've just seen it that he's just sent through at the hockey. I mean, full on filming at the hockey. So we've got a massive hockey package in the program today. It looks fantastic, yeah. and it's just finished downloading now. Um, so yesterday, while we were waiting for him to uh, send it up to us. Um, well, we did some target practice with the Nerf gun, didn't <laughs> Very we? Very important I think, office. Who, who do you think was the champion on that? that? I thought Dan was quite I think good. Dan was pretty Dan good. Well, Very good. But then but Minor Tom stood up 
came out of nowhere. He was the underdog and absolutely smashed it out of the park. So FITV Nerf Gun Championship. Oh, I was wrong. I was getting it all over the place. I couldn't even get it on the target. I was like, I don't know what's happening. This is with a Nerf gun. I'm going to say. This is with a Nerf gun in the middle of the office. We have to stress. Yeah. yeah. Not, not a real gun. dangerous. Um, and I heard <laughs> false eyelashes on TV for the first time. I thought they looked fab. I thought I had trees attached to my No, eyes. honestly, they didn't look too big. See, it'd be interesting to see if any of the viewers realise. Yeah. If you don't feel fake, then you aren't doing it right. FITV. Last week, uh, we did a, um, a makeup thing. Oh, you missed out. That was great. With Lester. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I think, I, I forgot to say last week to the listeners on the podcast, there was some jump cuts in there. Which it is, was. It, which is the new... It was vloggy, me that put it together. Vloggy style. <laughs> Because vloggy, yeah, style. I'm a very big and always vloggy. Happy. That's with a VL, everybody. Yeah. It, it's not vloggy. It's vlog, but okay. Vlog style. <laughs> <laughs> vlog style. Come on, our <laughs> generation fooled us. God, you did GCSEs. Do I you know, did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, I'm a big YouTube fan, and I think there's a place for jump cuts. I think there is. I think I'm it not convinced. Creates a fast, upbeat get to the point kind of especially package. if it's with music or if it's a yeah. long piece of footage you've got and you're like oh you want to show that time's passed quickly yeah. without mm-hmm. having the without speeding up the clip and making it look like they're running back it's quite snappy Snappies. snappy and okay. fresh and I'm yet young. to be I'm yet to be <laughs> young I'm yet to be convinced about that okay really um but we've put one up on YouTube uh, nice we've got nine thumbs up nine thumbs up on that yeah but four people that what can what's you know, I just don't understand people. I really don't. Generation. It must be a generational thing. I think the young uh, people at our age are into makeup and things like that. And obviously, older women are as well. And men. Don't but look you, at me. But no, but you've you 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 <laughs> you also got people who have never, with drag and stuff like that, it's quite a, a new concept-ish. Mm. I know it's probably been yeah. going for a long time, but it's only just kind of come into the... The limelight, and then we're wearing makeup in the 1900s, aren't they? Yeah, but people have a bit backwards sometimes. One of the comments on the YouTube channel was uh, to do more stuff on settlements out out west, which would be fantastic, and we would absolutely Mm. adore to do that. Um, Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of money at FITV, which is why we're doing these podcasts, so that somebody big and wonderful can give us lots of money I can feel for us to say here. so if anyone wants to put us up on any of the <laughs> yeah. stuff, I've done my appeal for ages so we can say <laughs> here you need to buy this product which is going to make your hair well. look fantastic or, shout yeah. out to our listeners in the shout, US yeah. shout out we, we checked our analytics this week and we've got quite a few of you listening to us from different states California, California. I like to California, California especially yeah. so I like to, Gerard, to you guys Gerard nice Butler to hear there, from you all. in bed listening to our podcast <laughs> that's what I like to think I just got to think about that for a bit let us know where you are write us back a comment so this is us asking you to write us a comment and let us know where you're listening that'll be really interesting mm-hmm. but not horrible ones eh <laughs> yeah <laughs> please no horrible comments um you were saying about um people following and hiding content on our Yes. Facebook page, I presume that is. Yeah, so I've been doing all the stats for social media this week and we've got a lot of positive stats, but one of the negative ones is that a couple of people, too many you know who you are. You know who you are, are hiding our content <gasps> on Facebook, which means that they're not unfollowing us, but it means that when they want to see from something from us, they want to actively search for our page and find us and then read all in one, a little bit like a news app. 
rather okay. than seeing it constantly appearing in their news so, feed. So it's not a completely negative thing? No, though. it's just a different kind of consuming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it because, do you think, there's not enough ukulele stuff? I think so. I think that's exactly it. Oh, yep. That's what, what it is. We've got to get that word in. <laughs> um, so we've got a strategy to get our podcast into the top ten podcasts wow. of the world. And um, we will come to that a little bit later on. So stay tuned for that. See, there's a little teaser. See, there's a little strategy there. Look. Okay. Tease people. Hear it at the end. Um, but anyway, last week, um, Hannah... Uh, we dragged an accountant off the street. Um, luckily, he was an accountant. I mean, if he'd been anything else, I don't know how we would have come up I with know, this idea. my goodness. But we're going to go through That's some careers. careers. That's good. Especially around GCSE results. Kids it's trying to see. Yeah. Exactly. All sorts of things. Our demographic is all ages. Yeah, we, so don't, we don't just, you know. Career changes? This is all planned. It's all, it's all part of our big plan. So who's... who's, who's well, we I'm thought excited. A for accountant... If you were doing an alphabet of careers for a child, for A for accountant, B for barrister. Barrister. It just so happened that there was a barrister that was just wandering past our door and we dragged him in here and uh, we asked him a bit about his life. Oh nice. So we're joined by a random barrister that we've pulled off the street. As he was walking past. As he was walking past, Mr. Stuart Walker. Hello. You are actually a real life ca- card carrying barrister, aren't you? Yes, I am. I was called to the bar in 2005. So but is that what they say? They, they call it calling. You don't ooh. apply or anything like that. So <laughs> Katie's here to ooh about things. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, it is a calling. So when you qualify, you get called to the bar at one of the four inns of court in London. Uh, and I was at Middle Temple, and you sign the role of barristers, and then you're a barrister. So if you're sit- if somebody's sitting there at, at home right now listening to this and going, do you know, I fancy doing that barrister business, you know, how do you get there? First, you'll need a qualifying degree. So you'll need some A-levels or A-level equivalent, then off to university. You can study a law degree or another degree followed by a conversion course, which when I was around was called the general diploma in law. Is that because you've been a barrister for a very, very long time? Very yes, about long 13 time. years now, and I think all the names have changed now, I think, to something else. Um, so once you've got a qualifying degree, then you've got a choice to make. You either uh, go to the bar and become a barrister, or you become a solicitor. And that choice determines which training course you take after you've finished your degree. Uh, it was called the bar vocational course when I did it, but it's called something else now, which I don't know. Uh, and there's a, a legal practice course for solicitors. So do solicitors not sell houses? Uh, they do. Conveyancing is one type of law. But traditionally the difference between a solicitor and barrister was barristers had uh, higher rights of audience. So in the Crown Court and above, okay. only barristers could appear. Uh, that's changed recently, so solicitors are allowed to speak in the higher courts as well. So in recent years, the two professions have become more and more fused. Because in the past, wasn't it a case that, and this may still be the case, that barristers dine on swan and have ermine underpants? Isn't that what That's judges. That's judges. (laughs) Certainly not criminal barristers. Get drunk on red wine. (laughs) That's criminal barristers. I see. So if somebody's in the the Falklands right now, and they're just thinking about what they're doing, so they can't do this training here, can they? 
No, they can't. And the reason for that is in order to practice in the Falkland Islands, you have to have qualified as a barrister uh, in a qualifying jurisdiction. So England and Wales or a Commonwealth jurisdiction. So you've qualified as a barrister or solicitor uh, in England and Wales or the Commonwealth and then you can apply to be a legal practitioner in the Falkland Islands. But a number of the jobs here, uh, if you're working for uh, government, um, perhaps less so in private practice, but because of the type of law you'll be doing and because there aren't a huge amount of lawyers, they need you to be quite experienced. So a lot of the job adverts will require at least five years post-qualification mm. experience. So you'll need to have both qualified away from the Falkland Islands and practiced for a period of time before you're going to have a good chance of being able to get a job here. So this job, contrary to our interview with our accountant last week, where you could do it in the Falkland Islands, this is one that you, you must go elsewhere to Yes, I think it's, it's not because the Falkland Islands doesn't want homegrown lawyers to practice here. It's just that when you can only have one person practicing in a firm doing a certain type of law, or, or uh, for government doing a certain type of law. Because of the nature uh, of the job, they need to be able to cover both simple things and complicated things. And they're only going to be able to do that once they're five, seven, ten years in to the job. Um, so the requirements of the jobs that are available um, preclude you being able to uh, train in the Falkland Islands and go straight into your job here. So when you're standing there in court, um, have you ever quoted any films? No, I've quoted Meatloaf. <laughs> you know, shouted, I am the law! <laughs> no You're all out that. of order. Do you do that? I told the jury that two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> that was my Meatloaf quote. Uh, no, I'm not a film quoter. People will often quote things um, just to get the jury's attention, um, to liven things up a bit, to draw an analogy. Um, it's one style. So is, it, there's a, is there, it's not just about presenting your case, is, is there like a psychological thread as well then? Because you've hinted at sort of you know, getting the jury. Mm. Is, there, is there a psychological side as well? Yeah, so in criminal law, when juries are, are much more prevalent, and they're hardly uh, used in any other type of law that's gone to trial. So in criminal law, you still have juries, and jury advocacy is uh, a specialism, because you've got 12 people, they're not lawyers, they need to be able to understand the case in, in simple and attractive language, and your job is yeah. to present it to them. Uh, in that way, which is why people quote films or, or draw analogies to um, modern popular culture to bring the case alive and to make a connection with the jury. Because if you're not connected with them, um, if they don't view you as a person who's helping them to understand the case that they're trying, then you're not going to have their sympathy and you're not going to persuade them. Mm. And is it absolutely necessary that you wear a three-piece suit? Absolutely, if you're a barrister. And if one were to wear brown shoes? <gasps> brown shoes, I think, are a contempt of court, which right. can be dealt with by immediate imprisonment. Wonderful. Good to know. Good and to know. the death penalty if combined with a blue suit. <gasps> <gasps> the height of European fashion, can we just get that in there? But court dress <laughs> is, is quite important, because it, it all feeds back to the principle of the rule of law. So the rule of law is the idea that everybody... Uh, from the monarch downwards is subject to the laws of the land mm. and that the law is ever present. So the court, in terms of its image, uh, projects a continuous, ever present uh, image, which is why you have all the tradition of wigs and gowns that dates back 
hundreds of years and the crest in the courtroom and the way that the courtroom is set up and the way you speak to the judge. The idea is that this thing will be there forever, regardless of the people involved or the person sitting on the throne, uh, and it all feeds back into projecting the image of the rule of law uh, mm. as being this high principle that will exist regardless of, of where society moves. Mm. Very well. Thank you, you very much for coming in today. Thank you. was Mr Walker. We see quite a bit of court. We do. What a lovely chat that was. Lovely. Lovely <laughs> chat. Um, so next week we are looking at C, um, which could be a lot of things. Um, I don't think we'll tell you what it is. We've no. got it on our board, what it's going to be. And I don't think we're going to tell you, listener. I think we're going to get you to tune in next week to Rate find a out comment on what you think it might be. <laughs> All through engaging yeah. social media. Just Please. let us know. Let us know what the sea jobs are you think are here in the Falklands, and we'll let Cloud. you know if you've got. There we go. Well, so you so do you know what? Former? Yeah. Well, last week we were thinking about what you can't do in the Falklands. We came up with wrestler. That's um, professional yeah. wrestler probably can't do that. My Clown. dream job. Clown. Clown. You well, no, you could. You could, you could kids for kids. But kids circus. Entertainer, circus. No, mm. no circus here. You'd have to bring mm. the whole mm. circus with you if that's what you wanted <laughs> to do. Um, anyway, uh, looking back on some of the other things we've had recently, we got you to do your English accent, didn't we, Katie? Oh, yes, oh. darling. <laughs> so, could you say your English accent for us? I would like to have a cup of tea with the Queen, please. Now, we had, <laughs> we had a chap who worked for us a few years ago. His name was Paul. And, um, hang on, if this is going to load. And here's his English accent. Uh, uh, cup of tea with the Queen? <laughs> One more time for us, please. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. He, actually, he actually sent me about six of them. Here you go. Oh, a cup of tea with the Queen. <laughs> the queen. We love Paul. Thank you, Paul. That's amazing. Yeah, that's Paul. You've I set like a that. new standard of English accent yeah. for me to try and yeah. meet. So, Hannah, while you were away, we started mm. a crusade um, on getting knitting needles on the thread. How do you feel about that? I'm so happy about that because I actually managed to get my knitting needles on the plane on the way out to um, Fry's from MPA and there was a little bit of a hoo-ha as to whether I would be allowed <laughs> but I batted my eyelashes at some poor young chap uh, in uniform and he said actually no worries so but my knitting needles are plastic yeah, well, my and I don't look like a very scary person no. who's going to run around Welding my needles everywhere. No, so. but apparently the, the doors on the plane are not ballistic doors, and so apparently a wooden knitting needle or a plastic needle would, would pierce the fuselage of a... Yeah, but who's going, to, who's going to be waving their needles around? When you're knitting, you're quite <laughs> contained in your seat. Yeah. Like, but I can understand. I did think it was quite... I was quite lucky. I did think, like, I wondered why I was allowed them on, because it, you can use them as a weapon and... Yeah, yeah, I, I you know they're somebody, sharp. They're not. They're not really sharp, but I suppose somebody hell bent on doing it could tackle you for your knitting needles. Although I'd have to say it would have to be a very brave person yeah. who tried to wrench my <laughs> knitting needles out of my yeah. hands. Um, I suppose they could. You know, yeah. even if you're not hell bent on doing it, somebody might be. Anyway, um, so we started a, cr a, a crusade on that, but also the. Um, library is going to be moving oh i've heard about this yeah. but i haven't heard it from anywhere official i don't know if you guys have heard it from anywhere official no not yet who did i hear it from oh, i heard it i don't know if i can no we whispered that did you hear that i whispered it because i wasn't sure if i was allowed to say it no well i heard it's and moving um,
let's just hope nobody <laughs> We'll have to put some little beeps in. Yeah, I'll put that beeps in there. Okay, so we've heard it from those two people who are quite high up in government mm. research. Mm. Um, apparently it's moving to the training centre. Yes. Which is great that they're not go they're not closing it completely, that they're just moving yeah. it. But people are, people have been complaining, I think, a little bit because it's out of town. The training centre's not really out of town, but mm-hmm. it's it's not But I guess if you were walking close. it's not the but I could stand at the door of the current library, throw a stone, and hit the place where it's going to be next. Yeah, it's yeah. not that oh far. Goodness, you've got a good arm. But then also, it's you, not if, that far. I don't know for like elderly people. It's quite the it's, library it is, is up, really close correct. to the elderly. Do you know because the hospitals are in the library, whereas it's up the hill a bit as well. Where they look so. That's true. They're not going to get up the hill. Blah, blah, do you know blah. what they should they do? They should build. No, 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 no. Mobile, mobile, library. mobile library and a van. Yes, they could. Mobile library and a van. Yeah, they or could do that. Post books. Do you do some sort of book delivery service mm. or something? Well, or, I quite like a mobile library. Or yeah. they could move the courts and move the legislative assembly out of the town hall, yeah. make that bottom area into library. the a library, yeah. and then build fun. a brand new court. That wouldn't cost a fortune. <laughs> Let's do that. I think a mobile library would be really good, actually. Really good idea. And especially because you could just... Hand your books back in as well, and for people who can't get out of the house, that's Ooh. still quite common in the UK. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah, yeah. And for kids and stuff like that, mobile. Let's say they could go around the schools and stuff and get them reading new books. And yeah. So just on that on that point about reading, um, Katie, you won't mind me saying that you are dyslexic. Mm-hmm. So how are you? How do you find reading? Um, <laughs> 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 well, it's quite interesting because I didn't know I was dyslexic until I was twenty. So a bit unusual, and I've always been a massive reader. I've always loved books, but I thought that when everybody read black and white, that the words shook and that the letters changed places. I just thought that was how you read. Turns out it's not, and that doesn't happen to everyone. But what I do is that I read through a green screen. So I've got plastic ones that I need for when I'm in reading something physical. And on the computer, you can put a layer over your screen that means I can actually read the words without them moving. How did you How did you find out which colour suits your... You try. Or do they, is there like a multitude of colours mm. and you just put them over and see whatever... Yeah, and it's whatever, so it's whatever settles your eyes, so... Can, can the optician pick up things like that? I'm because not sure. Because you know when you read the letters on the, in an optician's and you've got the chart, I would have thought that that's something mm-hmm. that, that if you were struggling to read it, that the optician would say, oh, you need glasses, blah, blah, blah or you may be dyslexic. But. Well, I, I've n- not anything that was picked up there, mm. but what I did discover today was that I downloaded the Kindle app onto my phone, and... So, I, hang on a minute. Oh, Listener, see how this all yeah. ties oh, in it? together. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Listen to this. Go on. I downloaded the Kindle app on my phone, now that I can download apps again, and um, found that I was able to put a green screen onto my book on my Kindle app. Through the app? Through the app, because when it first popped up, it was a white piece of paper, and I just thought, actually, I can't read this book, because I'll... I won't be able to understand and the words. So how what were you, you doing on yeah, the what, what, what were you downloading? I was downloading a book called The Pianist by Rita Siegel. Who's <gasps> Rita Siegel? No, what say. a lovely name. Oh, brilliant. That sound, I'm intrigued already. Well, I have in my hands the prologue to said book. Ooh. Would you yeah. like to hear it? Here's where it all ties in with <laughs> getting our podcast up there to the top because there are other podcasts that read out books in their podcast, yes. and they are running in the top ten of podcasts. And have been for a very long time. have been time. for a very long time. Ah. So, tell us more, Katie. 
for it. Okay. What if, what if you were single? What if you were sitting in a cafe and someone famous walked in? Because that could happen. That but happened to me. That's why I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this could be the authors that uh, jump over, in. Yeah. Yeah, do jump yeah. in. You look just like do. Tom Cruise. Can I just say? Oh great. Mm-hmm. That's where I killed it from. Yeah. They don't all live in Notting Hill. I've been to London a dozen times. True. Admittedly, not to Notting Hill. True. And I have not seen any famous people. It also true. <laughs> so where oh, do I they live? I saw Bob Mortimer in Bath once. Oh good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is cool. Mm-hmm. So where do they live? There must be loads of them. Actors, pop stars, sports stars, and reality TV celebrities. And then there's all the famous people who have slipped into obscurity. Like ex-Blue Peter presenters and soap actors who vaguely look like your Uncle Bill. That's true, and I do have an Uncle Bill. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't sussed it out by now, Paula is Rita Siegel. <laughs> but I'm getting off the subject. Which was to imagine yourself in a cafe, not your local greasy spoon, but a smart coffee house. It's a weekday, say mid-morning, not very many people around, just a few businessmen grabbing a late latte and a blueberry muffin, or a couple of mums waiting for preschool to finish, and then someone famous walks in. Now we're not talking Eamon Holmes here, we're talking a fully-fledged, bona fide, card-carrying, Gerard Butler type famous person. Ooh. <laughs> Honestly, he's listening to us in California. <laughs> Hello, Joe. Right now, <laughs> Hi, get in touch. <laughs> you can make an appearance on the podcast. <laughs> on his own, standing in line, just an ordinary, handsome man minding his own business, buying a macchiato to go. He waits patiently at the end of the counter as they make up his order, and it's amazing that no one recognises him. Or maybe they're just giving him some space to be himself. He reads the notice board as he waits, and the assistant has to say. Skinny hazelnut macchiato? Out loud to attract his attention. He gives the assistant a brief smile and says thank you, which just proves that he's an all-round nice guy and not at all up his own bottom. I just realised actually, is, is there any rude words in this? Because I, I can't remember whether there was anything that I'll we can beep. actually put on. Yeah, we ought to put an explicit, just in case. Okay. May contain yeah, but, yeah. mild language. May contain the word bottom. Saucy language. <laughs> and scoops up his order. Now, here's the exciting bit. As he turns to leave, he enters your island, and at this point you look up. Hang on, wait a minute. At this point, you can imagine some soft music underneath. In fact, I might do that when I edit this together. (laughs) As if for the first time, from reading some exceptionally brilliant book. And that's when it happens. At that precise moment, there is a... Oh, it's a French word. I don't know why you can't pronounce it. Frison. 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 Which you can't ignore. Did he feel it too? He has, after all, held your gaze for just a tad too long. <gasps> There's a twitch of his mouth, but then he leaves. Oh, that's good. Would you follow him? Would you? Would you? Uh, of course you'd follow him. You? Come on! How often do you have a conversation like that with someone? I probably Stalker. wouldn't. Can maybe add some Maybe he was getting in his eye. Maybe he was trying to get oh. a bit of hazelnut from this macchiato. If he held your gaze, would he give you the. Uh, of Ooh. course you, you wouldn't just let that chance flow away. Oh, just a little wink, maybe. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Would you follow him? No. Would you? No. I probably wouldn't. No, there you go. Well, See? if it was Joe Butler, you wouldn't. If someone who looked like Joe Butler, you wouldn't. And, and they I held your gaze, and soft Listen, twinkly music came in the I've background. I've been happily married for twenty-six years. I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> Gerald Butler just smiling at me is not going to do it. He's going to have to work a lot harder <laughs> than just a little smile. But let's take this daydream just a little bit further. What if your paths crossed again? 
perhaps a week later, so that the memory of the coffee encounter is still fresh in your mind, and thinking about that moment makes you all shivery, and not because you spent four hours watching all of his YouTube clips. I've done that. <laughs> you go to a party at a local hotel, a smart, expensive hotel, and you look wonderfully glamorous and sexy. Beep. There he is. <laughs> is that not a word we can add? I wasn't sure. There he is, standing near a table, looking all tall and broody. He spots you and saunters over, and you can admire his long legs and well-tailored suit. By the way, if anyone's listening to this and wondering if it's ever going to end, it's only got like a paragraph left. <laughs> he doesn't say anything, but takes your hand and leads you to the dance floor. Although he's this hotshot famous person, his embrace is soft and inquiring. He is not taking anything for granted. Stop listening here if you're under 18. (laughs) You've been warned. Mm. After a while, he pulls away and gently kisses you. Then he asks you to come up to his room. Now, you know he's going to the States the next day. Hi to everyone in the States. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what was in the script. (laughs) You read it on his website and you'll probably never see him again. So, the big question is, would you go? Would you go? Would you go? Would you go? Come on, so you've met him twice now. It's meant to be. The... Again, a happily married twenty-six years. <laughs> if you weren't married, okay. If you weren't married, you'd do a lot more than just a you know smart, sweet smile and a. But he's taking you for a lovely little waltz around the ballroom. Has he? Yeah, I think he's taking you for a little dance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, if you weren't if you weren't married, if you were single, and. He, then yes. And you had that moment. Yes. Gerard Butler. What about you, Katie? Would you? Would you, Katie? Um, if it was George Ezra, <laughs> I'd potentially consider it. Yeah. But I'm a very classy lady. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows what you're doing up in that room? Do you know you could just be chatting or... Uh, could be having a, a cup of tea with a the cup queen. cup of tea with the queen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after that, <laughs> is that us, I think, for today? I think that's us, us for today. We need I'm, a teaser uh, for, yes. your, for your round two book. My what? Round two. Yeah, the yeah. chapters. I don't know because we we we're gonna do this as as um a thing, but that's actually quite lengthy, isn't it? Maybe we'll do a, do a spin off. <gasps> spin off. A yeah. spin off. If you would like a spin off of Meanwhile in the Falklands that vaguely <laughs> resembles another podcast, that is in the top ten, but, but not at all. But not <laughs> at all. Less than ten percent. Brand new idea. Then let us know. Leave us a comment. Get in touch on yeah. our Facebook page, Instagram. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. We also have emails, you know. Or if you've got old school emails. If you've got a first chapter you'd like us to read out. We could do Send that it to us. Yeah. We can read your books on here. We've got a variety of accents to work with. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, we could all be different characters. Wonderful. That's what we should do. Right, that comes to the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and it was not at all self-promoting. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week. We'll have Thomas back. He comes back tomorrow. Hooray! Um, The Open for the uh, Badmintons is on this weekend as well. Badminton uh, finals and semi-finals on Sunday. So we'll be filming that. Public meeting on Monday afternoon. Um, And uh, Legislative Assembly sitting on Thursday, I believe. Oh, and we get a nice evening out at Marvino where we taste the new menu. Yeah, new menu coming soon at Marvino House Hotel. Excellent. So join us next week. Bye. Bye! See you later!